Hey, folks. <laughs> he hey folks, we're back. It's a goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans. It's episode 64 with Tank and the Bangers. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back. It's like episode 64. Uh, it's goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans. Uh, God, we're so happy to have Tank and the Bangers in the house tonight. I can't believe you guys are here. We're literally in the we're house. You're in the living room. Look, y'all just walked in. Let's just, what's your first impression of the studio? Oh, well, my first impression was walking up and seeing the ladies next door just all up in my business. I try to give a nice hello with my eyes. It was not returned. Are you serious? I moved forward and I came in. I did the same thing. I smiled, did my nice little smile. And they just just looked at you, right? Yeah. What you got in here? You're like, cool. real talk. I didn't smile. I just looked and then I just kept moving because it was like, y'all oh, that not is so not they the let door. us know quickly. That is so I already knew they weren't about to smile. To do, you know, they were already, they, it was, it's that kind of day. I don't know. They, they had angry. that There face. was something happening at the playground and they were angry about it. Right. I oh, think could have like been. right around the corner. Yeah. Somebody's getting arrested. Something so. happened. <laughs> they don't really care. Meryl, did they speak? Now they really know. I arrived 15 minutes early and I looked. Nodded my head and I drove past and went to Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say 15 minutes early. All right, so you went to Popeyes, you went to Cane's. Yeah. I mean, y'all have clearly been on the road. A lot of chicken today. You guys have been on the road. You wanted to get some home cooking, right? Yeah, I had some yesterday, actually. What'd you get? Um, This is chicken joined up the street from my house. So good, so good. It's I call right. them. In- Excuse me. <laughs> I would like to be supported in this notion. It, it's really um, good. In my phone, it has "I love you," and then I call them, and I order, and they have my food ready on the spot, like There's five minutes you before I come. I have "I love you" in my phone, and I, I go to them. What, what's the order? If you don't um, mind me asking. I would like a ten-piece with some French fries, please. <laughs> That's what I got. That's what I got. You want to get the rice? No, I don't get the rice. I like the French fries. I, I don't like the rice that much. So you guys just got back in New Orleans from the road. How how was how's the road treating you? How was it? We were in the forest. You wow. guys were in. Well, I was just saying before that I used to live out in Portland, Oregon. I worked in the music Thank promotion you. business. Yeah, I worked for the. In fact, I worked for the promoter who does the pickathon for a little bit for a little freelance nice. work. So I used to go out there and camp under them trees, and yeah. I always nice. think like, what do New Orleanians think about the Northwest and Portland and that particular festival? Because it's just so different. It's cool. I like I air conditioning. It. I can say that. <laughs> I would just say a little changes need to occur there, but that would have been great. Just some bottled water. Yeah. Bottled water. Towels. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Some towels. Some towels, you know. Towels. Very dusty. Yeah. That's the dustiest huh. place I've ever been. Is that right? Everybody just walk, taking six showers. And everybody just walks around with a pitcher of water. Would you like some of my water? Where'd you I washed from? the dirt, like, wash off me in the shower, and I was like, whoa. Well, I've, I've never seen <laughs> my shoes. My instruments. There was a man. There was a man who came to that festival with white chucks. And when oh, he man. left, oh, boy. Oh, yeah. they were they were cream, they were like they were, they were classic. Yeah, they right. were classic. <laughs> so it reminded me of some old school vintage Chucks. At this, you know what I'm saying? It was cool. It, that had that man happened to be one of our band he members. He bleached the rubber, and he was looking so fresh. And he walked in, the oh man, gone. big mistake. But. We had a great time at Pickathon. The crowds were incredibly receptive. They were huge. We performed on uh, one of the most interesting places was in the middle of the like the woods on this uh, tree-built stage. Yeah, it yeah, was... no, show up. What? Yeah. And the best magical. part, 
The best part was when we were finished and we came out of the forest, we found out how hot it really was because the forest was covering the sun oh, yes, completely. It was. Right. You exactly. really felt like you just um, went there. to different yeah. worlds. It's super dark and creepy. Oh, they're crazy. Yeah. Can y'all introduce yourselves real quick there individually? Night. We know you're taking the bangers, but can y'all just say hello? And... We are VR. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at Albert. I was like, where's that coming from? <laughs> hey. I'm Albert Allenbeck of Tank and the Bangers. I play saxophone and the flute. What's goody? No, I'm playing. What's up, y'all? <laughs> What's good? What's up, y'all? This is Merle. I play keys. And I also tried to sing backgrounds once. That would have been nice. It <laughs> <laughs> was horrible. Let it be known. That would have been nice. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> this is why it takes 45 minutes. Bruh, it was going to be what's goody all day. How y'all doing, man? My name is Josh Johnson. I play drums, and sometimes, well, I'm the MD, so sometimes I get to have fun going in people's brains. Whoa, that sounds intrusive. <laughs> I am of Tank of Tank and the Bangers, a singer, songwriter, poet, um, foodie, um, anything else foodie. that the band needs at the time. That's who I am. I'm Tank. How'd y'all get together? I'm sure you're right. I mean, I. It's it's story. We don't have to go. We don't have to go down that rabbit hole. We have but. to, and I'm no tanks. Okay, I'm gonna give the version that I think happened because okay. I wasn't around at the inception. But she's she answers this question so much. Okay, so from my understanding, there was um, something about an RV and something called the Collective of Souls. There. Okay, so there was this thing. There was a castle. Um, oh, wow. And it was the soul RV in a castle. Yeah, and it was on the West Bank or something. And and uh. they had an RV, and they played outside the Apollo a couple times or something. And I think yeah. they had a jam session on Sundays. And am I close? Yeah. Am um, I close? You, you're skipping a bit, but you know, all right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so so it, they had some people, and then other people came about, and then and then these people are the people that are here. All right. Good, Whoa. right? That works. That was right? horrible. I love it. That was horrible. That was horrible. <laughs> Let me try to sum it up yeah, a little quick. It's okay. such a story that we really try to just make it all small, but since he didn't add the details in that, I don't even normally <laughs> add it because it makes it even longer. Um, Liberation Lounge, Soul Night, every Sunday night, awesome space, house just like this, shotgun, yeah. take out all the furniture, put in instruments, and yeah. everybody's having We're a good time every Sunday. A group there amongst us called the Liberated Soul Collective, a bunch of artists, musicians, we decide, let's take this thing on this bro, let's see what we could do. Uh, a couple of years go by, some of those members move away and fall off, and then the band became uh, Tank and the Bangers. Yep, yeah, let's just make it. That's a speed answer, bro. Yeah, that is a speed answer. <laughs> You've answered that question where, where a lot was of times. Where was the Liberation Lounge? On the West Bank. On the yeah, West Bank. Right. Just like Bingo. that's what he nice. said. Yep. Nice. Yeah, it was right. an awesome space to be in, man. Nice. Like so it was yeah. really positive. If I miss church, that's where I went to go uh receive it at. Like um a lot of poets were there, but mostly singers and um I asked God to send me musicians in my life and I, and that was the place that he led me to and I just I really started to meet all type of musicians, something that I did not meet before until I literally asked for it. Nice. And how how does the music come together? We were listening. A lot of times, that's how it starts. It starts with 
mouth noises and like hums. And Tank puts his bounce beat behind everything. Everything has a bounce beat at some point. Boom, 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 boom. Oh my god! Beat at some point. So it's up to us. It's up to us as the musicians. We have to take the bounce beat out to know that it's not a bounce beat and it should be something else. That's how you perceive it, bro? <laughs> but that's, that's, oh, that's how I take it. But I saw your hand do it, too. No, I didn't do it. Hey, hey, Meryl. Meryl, there's only one side. So you feel like everything I do, like, starts off as, like, a bounce beat? Hey. It don't start off that way. It there. start off with what's in your head. What about... In the bounce beat. The bounce beat gets added when you give it to us. You're a tree. I didn't do that. I didn't even do that, though. Fine. <laughs> just when you think that you're your special, just be at them. Stop right there. Don't add nothing else. Oh my else. goodness. <laughs> oh man. But it's it's definitely a collective effort, um, especially to make the best music that we make, man. So it can go from Tank to me to Albert to Mary. All the people you see here, man, all all have a very strong hand in creating what we do on stage as well as in the studio so it's a lot of fun to put together we make the best stuff when we don't know we're oh, being recorded yeah, that's the best <laughs> <laughs> and somebody said did you record uh-huh. that but then a lot of times feel like we're taking a test. A lot of times <laughs> yeah. it's best to just travel with your iPhone like, well, okay. and close Uh-oh. to the recording button on your on your vid- voice memos. Yes. Yeah. So that whatever you're doing you can hit record and, no and catch half of it. Right. Yeah. And get... then just build from half of that. It's kinda like seeing a unicorn. <laughs> you know, once you say Oh, a unicorn, and then it disappears. Right. So That's you can't tell nobody. With a paper tower on it yeah. Like only, do it. only the people who seen Bigfoot. Seen Bigfoot. Well, it's got a lot of parts, you know, and and it's hard to get all of that tight. Oh, that co- that that happens later. But it comes that happens that's later. called later. rehearsal. Well, no, I, right. That's <laughs> the rehearsal part. That's right. called. Oh, yeah. Hey, Writing that's called in the loose. middle of messing up. All right, let's do it again. Uh, yeah, let's do it again. But 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 when you're playing, the, the, what I've what I've seen you guys do, it feels organic as if. It's not over rehearsed. Well, that's because we mess up and have to make it look. Like, we, have to bring it back. <laughs> we have to like we have to cover up our mistakes. But a lot like, of times like, it was so different. I'm like, yeah, it wasn't a lot to of be. times <laughs> it was different. A lot of times we just have a, a creative vibe on stage too, man. Like we move and uh, feel like we we practice a show, but then we'll get up there and the vibe will be such a way that we'll start to move in a certain direction. Look, I'll tell I'll tell Albert to hey, give me a flute solo right now. What? Right now? I yes. Start singing something out yes. the blue. Uh, I should make anything. up a new song Anybody? right down stage out the blue and we'll just be like, okay, let's follow. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And and the, the best part is that um we have musicians here who are talented enough to be able to do such a thing. Because a lot of musicians are not able to flow, ain't able to vibe like that. So it's a special thing with the blend of musicians that we have, you know? It's one of the things that kept that we kept from Liberation Lounge, at least that spirit of like, that's where we started from. Let's start off something just flowing and who knows where it's gonna go. You know, we used to start off every rehearsal, let's just play. And then we got to rehearsing. And where, where does the poetry come from? Oh, the poetry comes from me writing since I was a little girl. Like, grandfather took, oh no, grand, grandmother's 50th wedding anniversary. Cousin gave me a poem. 
a great somebody by Adrian Hardesty. And I was uh, going over it every night. But by the time I got in front of all those people, I forgot every word. I was just, I am a great child. I am a serious child. I just kept picking up the paper and over and over. <laughs> I just felt so horrible. But my grandma wanted to saw something really special. Um, because until I learned that poem by heart, she had me speak at every church before my grandfather spoke. So it gave me uh, confidence. Confidence, yeah. yeah. Are, are you related to the great Herb Hardesty? Nope. Okay. I'm straight up uh, Bradford and bald. Okay. <laughs> Are you laughing at my last name? Hardest, her hard, No, no, no. I'm just, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, elementary school flashback. <laughs> so we met you guys, well, we met party all when we were all at Bonnaroo. What? That's how it happens. Yeah, yeah that's briefly, how this whole briefly. thing came together. We kind of bum rushed y'all. Some of it, and we're like, we got. I remember. We were, we were the official podcasters. Oh my God, I remember. We actually are legit. We had a media pass and a trailer and shit. Yeah, yeah, we were in the trailer right there. Yeah. And you say you got to come to the other we're like, we're like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I remember. This is awesome. Y'all are coming out of the artist hospitality catering. Oh man, it's crazy. It's and good to see you again. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Do you remember who you met? Because I. I, Tavi was there. Was, I was there. I remember it was we really were, quick. It was like one of those meetings as we were walking mm -hmm. from one place. You're the, you're the Norman. keys. Probably Norman. 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 I'm telling you, I'll relate to him, Norman. You probably met Norman, the one person. Norman's that is, everybody. That is not <laughs> he here does. today. Shout out to right. Norman right now because he is not in the room. Yeah. <laughs> but he's probably the one that y'all met. Yeah. That's and if cool. he was here. I remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. If he was here, he'd definitely. But uh, but the Super Jam is what, uh, you killed it at the Super Jam. Thank you. I was wondering, you know, how I was doing. Are you kidding? <laughs> Spencer, Spencer, why don't you change? Spencer yeah. was there, y'all. Keep that yeah, same so. old feeling. <laughs> I mean, Chance right there in the freaking Preservation Hall and, and John on the... Uh, no, Chance doing so the much. Hey Y'all and all that was great. Wasn't it crazy. awesome? You might have been my favorite thing with no the way. slam poetry you were doing up there. Like I, that's a surprise. I hadn't seen anything like that really before. Wow, thank you. That's a really huge surprise. Cause it's um, cause when people look at you like you're up there doing something that doesn't look like it belongs up there, you can you know you have to constantly um do a pep talk to yourself while you're literally talking that's to the right. crowd. Well, like yeah. the rhythm yeah. that you had with the music, you know, it felt like it should have been there. It, it was amazing. You. The rehearsal was crazy for it to be in a room with all those genius. George Porter. Oh my God! What was that like? Because I heard a lot about uh, was it uh, what you Robin McNichol maybe managed all that rehearsal stuff. Was that like in a really super intense thing? Like how it long was did that just beautiful. <laughs> it was right. just beautiful. And once it was everybody was professional. And once you have a, a chief. You know, yeah, yeah. it's it's easy to follow someone who's a chief as well as someone that everyone respects. And even if he says, even if he keep calling my poem a perm. Who's the chief? Who's the chief? Who's the chief? <laughs> George Porter. George Porter. He said, she's about to do her perm and you got to follow her. And then he said it again. He said, she's about to do her conversation. It's going to change. It's a conversation. You have to listen to her. You have to watch her. Bruh, I was like, why? Listening to old school people talk me. about music is so... 
I have no idea. He, he said, and then we have to go back to the horn park because we have to go back home. If you leave home, you have to go back home wait, at the wait, end wait, of the day. Woo! I'm telling you, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He said, cutting the perm is like cutting the balls off or something yeah, like that. So how did you guys learn uh, instruments? Like, what, what's your individual stories about becoming a musician? Ugh. <laughs> so, uh, guess I'll start. Uh, <laughs> when I was younger, I used to sit at my grandmother's piano, and they used to like not force me, but I was really shy, so they used to kind of force me to like perform in front of their church. And my grandfather just stand up. That's my grandchild. That's my grandchild. And then one morning, when I was older, getting ready to start high school, my mom woke me up and was like. Get up. You're going to band practice. And I'm like, what? I don't even know how to play anything in the marching band. And I get there. They put me on trumpet because I couldn't play drums, and I wanted to play drums to get girls. And, yeah. Because, like, you never play drums, so you can't play. So get on the horn. <laughs> it's easier to fake playing the horn than it is to fake playing drums. And then uh went to Noka for trumpet uh, my senior year. Who was your teacher there? Uh, ooh, um, Elvin Batiste, uh, Mike Pallera, Mike Reiner. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to all the teachers. That all make a difference. Teachers, That's right. Man. I forget mm -hmm. my trumpet teacher. Yeah. I don't have no fire teachers. It doesn't matter. You play keys. Okay, now. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, saxophone. <laughs> and then I switched to keys in college. I went to, uh, mm -hmm. I was supposed to go to Tulane first. I went to McNeese State because of Hurricane Katrina. The Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. And you then, only uh, switched in college? Yeah. You didn't play it at all in high school? Well, I did start playing uh, at church in high school, but I was playing like auxiliary stuff. I was playing horn parts on the piano or whatever to get a full of horn, <laughs> <laughs> horn sound with keyboard yeah, horn. Oh, man, I don't remember. I think it was like a, I don't know, it was like a motif or something. Or maybe it was a rolling. Oh, it was, yeah. It was that black keyboard. That made... <laughs> wow. Then, um, so you got serious about the keys in college? Well, then, and then in college, I was like, I don't want to play trumpet no more. I want to play keys. So I switched the keys or whatever. And I used to leave my horn at home on purpose at Noka. So they would put me on piano. Ah, uh, really? Yeah. Nice. Wow. I used to get in trouble for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play piano. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I studied with Justin McBride at tonight. And oh, nice. Here. Good. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Wow. Albert. <laughs> you um, go to Shaw Day, Pinks. So I started playing piano when I was like five, but I wasn't serious about it at all. Um, I remember one time I had a lesson, and Mr. Cedric was my teacher, and uh, it was in a youth center, so I played air hockey the whole time and lost track of time for like an hour past my lesson, and I looked up from air hockey, and he was just standing in the door like... <laughs> <laughs> Shaking his head. Yeah, I felt like a movie. I felt like an after-school special, and I was like, I'm so sorry. And then something was too hard, and I, I stopped it for a little bit, and then kept doing it, kind of. And I started playing saxophone when I was 11, just because my dad thought it was cool. He's like, you should play saxophone. And I was like, all right. And so I started doing that, and I had seen Kirk Whalem that year. Um, he's a very famous saxophonist. Um, 
and I'd seen him play and I was like, oh my God, like I really want to do that, like be up on a stage playing saxophone. And so I kept playing saxophone, you know, played in bands. I went to a performing arts high school in, in Alabama, um, you know, kept playing bands and stuff, uh, used saxophone to get a scholarship to come down here to go to school to UNO. And then I started playing the flute about like three years ago at UNO and um, graduated last year and I just just trying to get better like really close to figuring some things out nice nice what did your dad tell you about the uh, sex he thought that what did he ask you oh oh i I thought this was my story i just want to know i just want to (laughs) know okay so it's not like i'm not it's not like i'm taking away from your story my dad had this great his his favorites he called he called (laughs) he has a series of cds in his car called al's favorites one through six (laughs) so it's like al's favorites number one al's favorites number two i want to say on al's favorites number one Sade Smooth Operator is on there. And the video is it has this solo. So he he thought the saxophone player looked really cool with those like 90 shoulder pads. And so that was his inspiration. He was like a guy on tenor with sunglasses and shoulder pads who looked like who looked like the boxer from Roxy from Rocky. Like the the Russian guy he fights, right. he looks Drago. like him, like Drago. playing saxophone. You want Drago? Yeah. yeah. Talking about what your dad said. Aren't you gonna? Don't you want to know about the mind? Didn't your dad say something like that? Oh, not for the podcast. <laughs> that's what I was talking about. <laughs> that's no. That's probably that. My parents are very supportive. They've always supported my music. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you should have saw the eyes. That's very now. kind. The eyes, man. So check this out. My name is Josh, bro. And I played drums. And what happened was, I, like, started... I have an older brother, man. And this dude plays piano. This dude is really, really, really good. He started off, like, playing piano. And then my parents saw both of us, like, making noises, mouth noises. And, like, doing stuff with our hands and stuff like that. So they figured, since one of us was piano, the other was also piano. So they put us both in, like, class... And I may have lasted. I don't. I don't remember going to two classes, yo. They were like thirty minutes, and I remember like going to one and like just banging on the piano for a while, just banging on it, not necessarily playing, but banging. So my parents kind of put me on drums. I'm like three years old, four years old. They put me on drums, and I kind of started messing with that a lot more. Um, Man, At three playing, and four. Yeah, man. I've been wow. playing drums for a long time. Wow. His mom still has videos of them playing, too. It's really? Really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's super nice. cute. I'm it's in crazy. my house, so y'all will never see him. And they have the family band. <laughs> another reason for the instrumentation. They were clever. They were well, clever. well, my little brother plays with us. My little brother plays with us also. My little brother, Jonathan, plays bass. Um, but my older brother, it was kind of the inspiration for me, actually, pushing forward with what I was doing because I watch him playing and I'd be like man that's that's cool so I want to always play with my brother so I you know once I started playing drums I practiced drums so it was like I've been doing that for a very very long time I played in the marching band because of him he uh kind of put me up there on a spot uh, which uh, which there. one my older brother, he put me on the spot when I got to high school. He was like, yeah, he mm. plays drums. You should put him in a band. I was like, no. I just want to be cool. Was this pre-drum line or post This was 
pre-drumline. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah pre-drumline. It was world. a very different world yeah. pre-drumline because <laughs> pre-drumline, drums were late. Like, band was lame. Right. And then... um. After drumline, it was like, I want to play Everybody, everybody to play thought snare. that they were in drumline. After everybody wanted to play snare. I was, and I was in the choir. Thank goodness for my older brother. Because of that, I was drum captain before and after drumline. So everyone was like, ooh, look at the captain. Ooh. And then they were looking at the, the dude right under me. Ooh, look at Devin Miles. Ooh, look at him. The dude that's going to beat the captain. I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to graduate. So, yeah, man. Um, and then in college, I kind of messed around on uh, like college lines, but I didn't really take it serious. And then I met, I just started gigging out. Like I started gigging out doing little stuff here and there and a lot of church. I was, mm -hmm. I started in church. So everything, all this stuff, every Sunday was still playing in church on a Sunday, man. $16 a month. Woo! <laughs> 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 $16 a month, man. I was like 12. Was this 1950? I was 11 or 12. Was gas a nickel? When I look at it, it was so messy. I was like, wow. Because I remember the checks. I was like, ooh, my $16. By the end of the month, I could buy. Bro, they wrote me a check. They wrote my older brother a check. Just like the check. At the end of the year, it's almost $200. Long story short, man, it was like, it's been a long time just playing drums, bro, but it's like nothing. No, no musical instrument that I'd rather play than that because I see that it, it kind of falls in line with everything. Like when I look at piano, I see a xylophone, and when I like hear like trumpets, I don't really hear. When I hear horns, I don't hear them doing much without the bass, which is like drums and keys and a lot right, of you right. know what I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. What uh, what drummers do you look up to? Oh my gosh! So <laughs> honestly. I had stopped playing drums for a while, and there was one drummer that I definitely look up to who recently died. His name is John Blackwell Jr., and he played for Prince and uh, Patti LaBelle. It was like one of the first DVDs that I ever got. My dad got it for me, and um, watching him really made me want to play again. Like, like there was this thing that happened at a church convention and man it was in front of hundreds and hundreds of people and i felt so played so i stopped playing drums for a while <laughs> so that was one of the things that really made me start playing again that and just going to another place and finding myself did you get cut in front of did you did you was it a shed Bruh, no, it was not it was not a shed it was a actual we were in a service and we were playing the song i am the way and I have it on tape. I have it on tape, and I'll never let y'all hear it. I might let y'all hear it. But what happened was... <laughs> what happened was, we were doing I Am The Way, and this girl was singing, and I was playing, and this girl was motioning like this. She was pointing away. And I turned around, and I saw this dude walk up in the middle of the song. He was like, move. And I got cut off drums in the middle of the recording, in the middle of the song. So we're on ver we're in the middle of the verse and she's like, "Nah." So all of a sudden in the recording you hear no drums for about 10 seconds cuz you see me like confused and all of a sudden you hear just a strong pocket come in. And I felt so played, bro. I stood there and I held it all in until I got in my mother's Lincoln Town car. And then I bawled like a baby. Oh my gosh, bro. 
And that was about 45 minutes because I had to leave the convention center, walk to the car, get in the car. It was a very long walk, bro. I held it the whole time. And I think she knew. And I appreciate her not telling everybody. But, yeah, man, it was really rough. Yeah, I am the way. I know that pocket group, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And what what about singing and poetry? Oh, I didn't mention that? Nah. I did. My cousin, a poem, great. Somebody, Adrian Hardesty. Yeah, I mentioned it. (laughs) (laughs) But how did you you get into singing? Um, How did you go from... Poetry slam to sing. All them sisters. Yeah. I had like three sisters. My uh-huh. dad could sing and um, everybody was singing. And they call us the Ball Sisters. And um, after a while, but I wrote more than I sang because I could uh, write better than I sang. But just working on it almost every day, all the time, it just, you know, it got a little stronger. Mm-hmm. We, had, uh, we had a Tulane professor on the podcast a couple weeks ago. And uh, who's a musicologist. Guy's a PhD in musicology. And Jeff had posed a question. We were talking about New Orleans music, past, present, future. And uh, Jeff, you had posed, is there going to be another new sound out of New Orleans? And he was like, well, Tank and the Bangers might be it. That might be the new sound out of New Orleans. Wow. Who was he? What was his name? Uh, what's his last name? Matt. His name is Matt Sakakini. Sakakini. You know Matt? Yeah. I always, yeah. I always yeah. butcher Matt's last name. Right, right. Yeah, you Call guys. Skankanaski or whatever. Skankanaski. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. If you listen. <laughs> what, what do you guys think about that? Do you think you might be the next wave of sound to come out of the city? We are the next wave. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Whoa. 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 I like that confidence, Meryl. I like that confidence, Meryl. I mean, we're so New Orleans bred. We're so home fed. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. If there's anything that comes out of us, it's so natural. It's so organic. If somebody calls that a part of the new wave of, of construction of sound of New Orleans, then that would be dope. Because when I hear New Orleans music, it's so traditional. And that's so awesome. But there are so many artists underground that have been really creating the movement and being the pulse of the city and keeping artistry alive. People like us, people like PJ Martin, people like um, Cool Nasty, uh, people like even um, the Brassaholic and the Soul Rebels, people that have been in these disgusting clubs where drinks are falling all over people or people that like us that create these backyard hangouts where it's more of a safer space. Um, But all in all, still creating this music where you just make your own. We're just waiting for the world to hear it and embrace it. And already, it really feels like we're on that path. Everybody act like we came out last night, but we've been doing this for quite some time. Yeah, because you had mentioned, Joel, that uh, there was something from 2014. Emerging Artists. The Emerging Artists Award, right? 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah how long has the band been together? About uh, going on seven years. Seven it's been years six, now. Though, yeah. wow. got, are you guys tired of talking about Tiny Desk? Should we just skip over oh, that? We love Tiny Desk. The only thing is, I think the I only mean, thing Tiny that Desk I get tired of talking awesome. about is how we met, because it's such a story. <laughs> and, we, and since we all did not meet all at the same place at one time, it's like, oh, oh right, exactly. Damn. It happened in like layers. But I, whatever, I get right? it. You know, I get but the it. Tiny Desk, come on, man, it, it's such, it's such, it's so beautiful. I mean, I got, I get weepy when I watch that. I mean, just, I don't know if there's, there's just, a, there's an authenticity with you guys, and all and the love for New Orleans, and also for me. Uh, with my own like sort of sentiment and and sensibilities, your music to me comes off like a almost like a children's book, like with mm. with joy and unbridled enthusiasm, but also like a reality to it <laughs> and a moral to it, sort of. And I I don't know, I just uh, 
I'm a sap. I get all weepy. Like, that was such a good explanation. Yeah. It's one of the best. Can we oh, steal that? Can we... <laughs> yeah, I can write your line. I'm, 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 I'm getting a little tired of saying soulful Disney. So, right. it's soulful Disney. Oh my God, it's a gumbo pot. Oh my God, church oh, tent. Gumbo pot, yeah. Church tent in Mississippi. Wow. Mardi Gras. Oh, gumbo. Yeah, we're going to change that. We're going to get an offbeat award for uh, emerging liner notes. Yeah. I'm going to have Joel. appreciate that. <laughs> and then a couple of years later, we're going to say, we've so grown out of that. We're not a children's book. We're porn. Right, right, you know, right. we're not, maybe not that. But who knows? All the way on that. That's not that. That's that's very, we're not that's a children's a book anymore. Extreme, that's very, that's very low. But no, we, we, like, we like that. We like that. Thank you. Nothing but trans music. <laughs> trans music. <laughs> nah, bro. Oh this, my is, goodness. this is going another way. Hardcore? What was the question? What? <laughs> what is this hardcore? What? Yeah, hardcore, right? <laughs> Did we derail it? Get the no, <laughs> he's absolutely right. I, I, we agree. I have a reputation for on this podcast for putting our guests on the spot, and you guys don't. Jeff Spencer, you don't get. You guys don't know I'm going to do this, and it's so rude when I do this. But I did it to Rick Farman from Bon, the guy who runs Bonnaroo, and he came on the podcast about three weeks before Bonnaroo. I was like, "Can we be the official podcasters at Bonnaroo while we were recording?" Oh, <laughs> and he had to say yeah, and then we were there. And did it. So I do that. But I work at the Contemporary Arts Center. Do you guys know the CAC? Are you guys hip to it at all? CAC. Where is it at? Where is it? It's, at, it's in the Warehouse Arts District on 900 Camp Street. Have we played there? I think we played there. You probably have, you guys have played, played there. Like, yeah. Contemporary. Yeah, so we did. We do, we do really good programming and visual arts and performing arts and public programming and education. And it's a really dope place. And everyone there loves you. And they were freaking out when I said, oh, I got... Hank and the Bangers are coming on the podcast. They're like, what the fuck? You got to ask them if they'll come play our Sweet Arts Ball fundraiser. Wow. Unlike your Bible guy, <laughs> we don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but look, at least they know I try. No, real life, no, real life. If, if, if literally those schedules line up, and because everything goes through our manager, we don't exactly. say yes about does. Um, oh, no, I know. a picnic. But, um, but if everything goes all right. my girlfriend if I don't have to run about Pretty much. I don't say yes to dates. I don't say uh, yes to anything. Let me check that out. Hey, well, um, yes, I have a manager. You should talk to her. <laughs> yeah, that's the it's so horrible yes you when you don't know your own stuff. Um, but if that's a yes uh, from Tyvin them, then yeah, we will be about that life. Yeah, you know. dig. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at on time, Jack? Uh, we're almost at 35. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all got places to be. I know y'all are busy. Just got off the road. Hey, use these two minutes wisely. Don't ask what, us uh, things. What 33. Is, what's, what's coming up next? Yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to London, London next week. London. 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 We are going to London, boy. And the Netherlands. London to eat ice cream. We're going to London and the Netherlands. For sold out shows. Netherlands. We do have a sold out show in London, man, at the Jazz Cafe. That is in November. That's in, yeah, November. But that's sold out in November. Yeah, don't take it away. Don't take away his joy. What's wrong with you? Did you hey, if you're not sold out right now when we barrels? come to London, you should. Oh, I was there. We would. Like I slept in front of the up. TV. Making sure. Me, I'm, me, D slept on the couch. I slept next to D. I'm making sure Woo! you were there. Shout out to D. Thank you, D. Shout out to D. 
appreciate so, you. I, I, quick He's question. Not listening, so. What's what's going on with the crowds? Like, do you notice that they're getting bigger? The crowds, when bigger? Tank says like, "Put your uh-huh. hands up" or "Do something," they're just yeah, like, "Yeah, yeah." They do that. They're like, they're like, you're, tank, Tank's like, life. Tank's like, get uh, on your knees. They're like, yes, ma'am, yes, absolutely. Right. Oh, they know the boys' names now. They practically, uh, they practically worship. El we Brian. have definitely noticed. Yeah, they know everybody's name. It's a difference. <laughs> and they certainly do love to do certain things that we ask them to do. <laughs> no, they're because they and they okay. just love it so much. It's like they're seeing. I don't. I don't know. It's like it's 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 amazing because we played. Take for, off your shirt. We played, hey, hey, yeah, hey! Yeah. We played okay. for nobody before. Okay. And now we have people that know the music and know the songs. They're like a certain part comes on, and they're like, "Oh my God, this is my song." That is my song. It's cool to just look out in the crowd. You see somebody worth in the lyrics. They screaming out everybody's name. Everybody just wants to constantly offer you a weed. You know, what it's, it's was <laughs> what was <laughs> funny at Pickathon was to have a, a guy. I'm six two. I had a guy that was about six four, six five, come up to me. Yeah, man, I love y'all show, man. I can't wait to hear y'all do the song about the food, man. That's my song. The song with the beats, man. That is my jam. I can't thank wait you, to hear thank y'all you, sir. He did not know it was going to happen, but in his heart of hearts, at 6'5", six, 6'6", six, 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 height, this man knew that we was going to do this. So I was like, man... It's always crazy. I better do this song. It's always <laughs> crazy when, when grown men walk up to you crying oh. <laughs> with tears. It's, like, it's a crying situation. Like, that's not like, rare. Really? I don't think I've been touched at a concert like that if it wasn't church. Yeah. Yeah, church only. That's the only time I felt that. Yeah, um, yeah that's, that's, so that's like crazy. shocking to me. Yeah. Well, there is a joy, like I said before. There's a joy that exudes from y'all. I mean, it seems completely freaking genuine. I mean, everything that I've... It's, it's pretty phenomenal. Thank you. Honestly, man, I think a lot of us only thought about doing a lot of the things that we are doing. So mm. when we're yeah, up yeah. there doing them, honestly, Brett, it's just really living in the moment and just taking it all in. Just honestly taking every moment for what it is and not, you know what I'm saying, taking it for granted, most of all. So... I mean, if you see us up there smiling or acting crazy, bro, it's because we genuinely probably feel that way at that yeah, moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's just a dream. Because like we, yeah, this is a man. dream, and like and like <laughs> the road, the road is like hard, but the shows are great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the shows are just dreaming for like ninety minutes. The shows are amazing. <laughs> The it's road the getting getting to places oh is it can hard. Be, it can be hard, right. but, right. but the shows that's that the is the best. That's the worst. The show is the worst, and it is so fun because people appreciate it. People are listening. I played a lot of jazz and a lot of music for people who didn't even care you were there. You just you you may as well have been you may as well have been some dirt on the ground or just like a a a, a, a plant in the corner. And so like to have people appreciate it is like yeah. ridiculous. You guys don't spend any time in hair and makeup. What about you, Tank? You got that hair, that hairstyle. Oh dude. man, I just wake up like this. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up like this. Honestly, we've been we've been talking to management. Norman spent more time. We've been talking to management about getting our hair and makeup done because we 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 feel some kind of way. Oh, about it's that. so much. Contract. We've been working oh, that we've been working oh, yeah. that out. So we're we're gonna let you guys know. We're gonna come back. <laughs> it's so crazy though because I probably used to be even more crazy in my beginning stages than I am now these days i'm like put on some cargo pants some felines a shirt you know wild my hair out and go on stage before it used to be a huge costume i don't know you just 
you feel so one with your art that you don't feel like you have to do it's so just much the to art. present it. You don't, you know? have to package I don't it. know. You just you yeah. just kind of grow with it. Exactly. You mature with it. Yeah. Good. Mature with it. Oh, great. Mature with it. So when's your next? We should go out on yeah. the song, but what, what are you guys going to play in New Orleans again? I don't even know. I haven't seen any guy on the calendar. Probably not the next year. year. How about sweet, Sweetheart's Policy? Yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, why don't you <laughs> Y'all give us something right now. To, look, to, to we go got out a show. On. Look, somebody asked me that yesterday. The closest thing I have is I know we have a show in October in Baton Rouge. So if you're willing to travel an hour, I know we're gonna be in BR in October. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because somebody asked me that yesterday. I was like, <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know. I, man. Where I have to get my phone out there. I have no idea. See, now you're asking too much information. I gave you everything I had. I was like, October. That's all you had. Look for the sold out show. Look for the sold out show. We're at that restaurant that's like, it's like a Chili's, but like Mexican food. You remember that? I remember With a DJ, with a DJ. Like those places it used to be a pizza hut. And now it's a music club. Lava Cantina. Cantina, yeah. Oh, man. We played during like a, like a like a sports championship at this like place. It was so funny. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. hilarious. It's like but I see that it. But it's also pending though. October twelfth, it's pending. All right. So okay. Hopefully. Pending. Don't get your pending means Don't. Bad News doesn't know if they want us yet. Baton Rouge is still coming around. Bro. Still coming around. Yeah, Pending means our, our booking agency drive a home bargain these days. Yeah, well, that's good. Good, good for them. Good. You know? Everybody's got to get paid. <laughs> so, look, since you're not going to be back in New Orleans for a long time, you guys want to give our audience a little freestyle jam right now? You're asking a lot. I start off with my bounce beat. See, everything was easy here when you act like you want my track. Your music really mattered in the good one that important. Everybody knows who you are. You got a brand new fancy stupid candy blue car. Who was right there with you at the bus stop? I'll stop. When the checks start rolling in, a royalties and whatnot. Helped you write a song about the flowers. I was shocked you didn't mention on your album. How to who was I to you? Was I just a very long day? Did I last too long? Did you throw the day up? One thing I have learned from this ridiculous experience I never trust a drummer because they're being keep going on. You already know! You already know! Wait, hold on. Oh, I don't have no more. <laughs> that was a bad pound. That was a great tour with Frida. Big Frida. Yeah. Tank in the bangers. Thanks so much for being here. Oh, thank S you. Such Thanks a pleasure. So much, so much fun. And we're gonna hopefully we'll, we'll see y'all soon. And uh, God damn, <laughs> so nice to have right? you at that, that fundraiser. Fund yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's hey. how we live. <laughs> you say it a bunch. You say it enough. It eventually comes true. Yeah. Pretty much. Hey y'all, it's a goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel's tales from New Orleans. Uh, so such a pleasure having y'all here. Thank you so much for coming thank you. by. Thank hey, you. Hey, so much. Safe guys. travels. It. Thank you, fam. Thank you. Thank you. We gonna have some fun. Enjoy Europe, and uh, I know our listeners are gonna love having y'all on. People are freaking out that you guys came on tonight. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. See you next time, folks. <laughs>